Welcome to the New Freedom Church podcast. This podcast will help you grow deeper in your faith through weekly 30-minute talks. If you haven't already done so, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you get each new episode as it's released. Now sit back and relax as God speaks to you through this message. the mention of your name can raise the dead say something. We serve a God who makes the impossible possible. Now I know for certain, talking to a lot of you, every single one of us here are going through something, whether it's personally or we're going through something with somebody. We have people fighting cancer. We have people fighting illnesses. We have people fighting addictions. We have people who have lost all hope in the God who is hope itself. So we're gonna claim healing. We're gonna claim deliverance today in the name of Jesus. We've seen broken bodies healed. Don't you tell me he can't do it. Don't you tell me he can't do it. We've seen real life resurrection. We've seen mental health 
restored. Don't you tell me he can't do it. Don't you tell me he can't do it. We see families reunited. Come on. We see prodigals return. Don't you tell me he can't do it. Don't you tell me he can't do it. We see troubled souls delivered. We've seen addicts finally pray. Don't you tell me he can't do it. Don't you tell me he can't do it. Don't you tell me, I want you guys to lift it up. I can't make 
with all hands lifted up this is your universal sign of surrender to God all hands lifted up God we surrender we give it to you not my will but thy will be done not my will but thy will be done somebody needs to surrender your will right now to God there are some things you've been trying to struggle through and press through and you've been trying to muscle it through on your own and God is saying to you by divine decree if you will yet surrender if you will just give it up if you will just lay it down then there is freedom in surrender somebody that's your word today there is freedom in surrender there is victory in surrender we don't like to give up we don't like to take away all of our options but when we have no option but God, we have hit rock bottom. The only way is to look north where our help comes. Our help comes from the Lord. God, we lift our hands, we lift our hearts, we lift our eyes to the north. For our help comes from the Lord. It doesn't come from Washington, D.C. Our help comes from the Lord. Our help doesn't come from poli politicians or political solutions. Our help comes from the Lord. Our help doesn't come from our own strength, our energy, our might. Our help comes from the Lord. Somebody's concerned right now about a big impending debt that you are looking at. You are staring at a bill that looks like an elephant before you. There is such a large burden on your heart for how am I going to do this? And I say to you by the word of the Lord today, if you will yet surrender to God, if you will lay that down, down before him if you will make a sacrifice of praise today God will take that debt he will amaze you he will astound you he will do supernaturally above and beyond all that you can ask or think God will take care of it today there's someone who in here that you, you you've been giving care for someone you've been caring and you you have been taking care of uh, the needs of another and you wondered and you you have questioned God have you even seen me do you even see what I'm putting out God I'm tired I'm weary and my heart is broken and it doesn't seem like this is even going to come to fruition and I want to speak a word of encouragement to you that God has seen you God sees you and God will come and meet you God will rescue God will give you years back that the locusts have eaten that the canker worms have eaten God will give you that time back God will supernaturally endue you with power from on high that you will be able to perform that duty you will be able to see the goodness of God in the land of the living somebody say the land of the living, the living. I speak life I speak life over a dead situation I speak resurrection power over a situation that seems like it is so far gone. It doesn't seem like anything good can come from it. And I want to say to you today by the Spirit of God that God is resurrecting old things. 
God is redigging some wells in your life. God is doing something in you that is deeper and more significant than what you see on the outside. Now, on the outside, it doesn't look like much is happening. On the outside, you're not seeing a lot of progress. On the outside, all of your efforts seem to come up vain. But I want to speak a sure word of the Lord to you today that God is doing something in you and it shall be through you. Surrender it to him today. Come on, let's lift our hands again. Lord, we lift our hands. We lift our hands and surrender. We give to you in a yielded heart, a yielded vessel. I want somebody to say this with me. Make me, Lord. Make me, Lord. Mold me and make me. You are the potter, I am the clay. <laughs> oh, make me, Lord. Make me, Lord. Make me. Make me into the vessel of honor. Make me into the instrument of praise. Make me into the mouthpiece that you have called me to be. Make me into that vessel that you would use to impact and influence an entire area, an entire sphere of influence. I wanna to speak to somebody today that has a sphere of influence. You have influence over people's decision-making. You have influence over their budget. You have influence over the way that people perceive matters and how they look at spreadsheets and how they, they, they perceive entire industries. And I wanna say to you that if you will uh, seek God, if you will approach the throne of grace with boldness, if you will declare that God is God, that he is in charge, then you will not lack for wisdom. The Bible tells us that if you uh, desire wisdom, if you lack it, then ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach. Somebody needs to ask for wisdom today. Come on, God's moving. God's moving. What is it that you need? What is it that you need? You need to say it out loud. What is it that you need? in a breath prayer before God. I know, I know it got quiet in here. It gets uncomfortable when, when we get quiet. I don't even wanna open my eyes to look because I don't wanna be unduly influenced. God is doing something right now. God is moving up on hearts. God is restoring hearts. God is mending the broken pieces back together again. God is bringing the wayward home. God is healing our bodies the afflictions of our minds. Somebody is so tormented in your mind today that you didn't even wanna to come to church. The very last thing you wanted to do was be in this place and be, be in, in any kind of place where people would be happy because you're so sad. And God says to you today that there is a time and a season to be sad, that, that weeping endures for a night. Your joy will come in the morning. God doesn't, re, God doesn't rebuke your, your sullenness. God doesn't rebuke your heaviness, but he encourages you with his goodness. And your joy will come in the morning. Some of you have battled so long with your thought life. The enemy has crept into your thought life to lie to you to steal and to kill and to destroy and to deceive you. You question whether God is good. This God that others declare is good, is this God good for me? I'm here to tell you today by divine decree, this God is for you. He is Emmanuel, God with you. And he fights your battles.
The Lord would say to you today that the battle that you're fighting is not against flesh and blood. You have looked to other people as your enemy, and God says today your battle is not against flesh and blood, but you are fighting spiritual host of wickedness. You are fighting powers and principalities. And when you try to do so with the arm of the flesh, when you try to fight carnally in a spiritual war, you will be beat every time. But God says to you today that if you will take up the weapons of his warfare, if you will war from your knees, if you will get into a place of prayer, if you will hide yourself under the shadow of the Almighty, God will give you strength. God will give you hope. He will speak to you a sure word of salvation. For this matter that you're dealing with needs saved, it needs salvation, it needs delivered, and your deliverance comes through your surrender. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If you bear witness with that, will you just say thank you, Lord? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You see, I'd like to move on, but I just don't feel released to move on. Hey, Joe, can I say something? Please. So you can obviously hear how great I sound today. Um, there was nothing that was going to stop me from getting up here with this team this morning to sing to our Lord. I have had a rough week with sickness. Um, I look at all these people around here. I'm looking at Lori and my wonderful in-laws, and they're here every Sunday, even though that they are going through something tremendous within their body. And you know what? They're still here. Amen. We come here on Sundays, no matter what we are going through, we, we can look at everybody out here. We don't know what you're going through. You can hear what I'm going through. But thank you for letting me be up here today, even with this raspy voice, to praise our Lord with you all. Thank you for being here with anxiety, depression, sickness. Thank you for being here. It means so much to me to everyone else around here that you're here with us. You know, being in the spirit, I feel it today. I don't ever talk, like for me to even be up here and sing in front of everybody is wild. Um, especially you, to actually pick the mic up and want to talk to you Thank all. You, that's even something different. So I know that he is here this morning with all of us, Thank you, healing our bodies, healing our minds. Thank you, God. You know, we, it, it can be hard at times to just Give it all to him, but that's what we have to do. Thank you, God. Every day is hard. Every day is a different struggle. So if we give it all to him, that's where the magic happens. Listen, we're going to do something. I want you to keep the lights just like they are. Because I don't want anybody to be inhibited. What someone's going to think or someone's going to see me. I want to give the altar call now, not at the end, now. This is the altar call. And the call to come to the altar is to surrender. If you have never made Jesus Lord of your life, you are missing out on the best and the greatest gift that God has ever given. Today is the day. Mercy is preaching. Grace is here today. And God's arms are open wide. If you need to say yes to Jesus as Savior and Lord, then I would love to meet you up here and we would love to pray with you. It's a simple prayer. 
save me a sinner. Dear God, save me a sinner. I repent, save me a sinner. I accept Jesus as the full sacrifice for the debt of my sin, and I'll live for him. If there's somebody that needs to lay down something that was called out here just a few moments ago on stage, if, there is, if you resonate, if anything bore witness with you and you need to lay that down, then now is the time. I know somebody's going to think, well, they're going to, if I go up there, they're going to think I, 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 I've been sinning. Listen, we all already know you've been sinning. That's, that's, what you, that's what sinners do. But we're saved by the grace of God. Amen? Amen. Maybe you just need to walk this aisle and give something to God. Just lay it down before him. Maybe you need to make your life a sacrifice of praise. They're going to sing this. I surrender. And when we do, I want you all around the room. I want you to come. And you say, well, pastor, I can pray in my seat. You can. Yes, that's true. But there's something about coming to an altar. That's what they did in the Old Testament. They would bring their sacrifice. They would bind it to the horns of the altar. You know why they had to tie it to the horns of the altar? Because a sacrifice that is living will squirm. It will squeal. It will try to get away. And that's exactly what's happening right now in the hearts of so many people. They don't want to come up here. But I'm telling you, by the Spirit of God, if you will come and you will bind yourself for a moment to this altar, if you will bring your life as a sacrifice, there is something powerful about walking an aisle and saying, God, in this sacred space, in this holy place, I am your temple. I am the temple of the Holy Spirit. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And we as sacred space come in a place of prayer, in a time of thanksgiving, in a time of surrender. Come, come now. Come, let's go all around the room. Let's get down here. Let's get it to God. Let's give it to God. Simple, I surrender all. Yeah, I this Lift it up, lift it up, lift it up. Hey, Jesus.
time, one more time, I surrender all. on one more time with our hands lifted up. This is the universal sign that I give up, I give in. I, I have no more fight in me, come on. How many wanna just say before God, I, I'm not fighting anymore because I know the word and the word says the battle doesn't belong to me, the battle belongs to the Lord. I give up, Lord, I give up, Lord. They're gonna keep playing for just a moment. You, you can be seated, but but please maintain a posture of God's presence for just a moment. If you're still praying, you can keep praying. You don't need to head back, but I wanna have a moment here because we read things in the Bible and, and sometimes it says, it just, it, we kind of gloss over it and we think, well, that's nice, or that must have applied to another day. The apostle Paul told us that in times of worship, in times of, of giving our lives and our, our hearts to God, and that's not just in when music is playing at church, but worship is truly a lifestyle. For the Christian believer, worship is exactly what we do 24 seven, we worship. Now we're blessed with times to be able to turn the radio on and listen to music or come into a corporate place of worship we call a worship service, but truly worship is a lifestyle. And one of the things that, that I want you to maybe observe that you, you could have easily missed because they did this so well, and this was done by the spirit, is that the Apostle Paul told us that when we are worshiping God, we do, we wanna sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Well, songs would be things that were written and prepared and we have graphics for them. And this team works hard every single week to, to make sure that we have the, you know, the right feel and mode and flow and all that kind of thing. And, and, and you know, God can work through our preparation. Somebody say, God can work through our preparation. God doesn't need a bunch of chaos. He can work through our preparation. I'm glad they prepare. So that's songs. And in hymns, how many love the old hymns of the church? I'm telling you, there are sermons in the old hymns of the church. It's wonderful to be able to, without a need for a lot of instruments, be able to sing a song, a hymn, something that you learned long ago and something that just resonates true to you. There's times where no other songs seem to really do, but a hymn, boy, it can just, it can meet that need, can it? But then Paul says something else. He says, spiritual songs. Well, what's the apostle talking about spiritual songs? Well, those are songs by the Spirit of God, dictated by the Spirit of God. I, I simply looked over to Pastor Rick a few minutes ago and I said, I think we need to sing I Surrender. He said, no problem. And they started singing I Surrender. And that was a song. That was a hymn. But then he pulled out from the, the song list another little, little 
place to put in there and started singing the names of God. That was a spiritual song. I don't think anyone has ever recorded I Surrender All with the names of God like that. That just happened today. That's a spiritual song. Can you give God a hand for demonstrating his word through us in an instant moment? You see, God can work through your preparation, but God can also work through spontaneity. And spontaneously, just a moment ago while we were praying, Brother Drew came up to me and he said, I, I wanna share my testimony. The word of God tells us this, that we are made overcomers. Now we don't wanna be under, we wanna be over, right? We are made overcomers by the blood of the lamb, what Jesus did for us on the cross. I mean, are thankful for Jesus' sacrifice on the cross. We're made overcomers because of his work, but also by the word of our testimony. When we testify, when we tell of others what God has done and is doing through us. See, the Bible is a living book. There's no new scripture being written, but the Bible is a living book. So spiritually God is enabling and quickening our lives. And we are written epistles to be read by all men. So our lives preach, our lives say something. Our testimonies encourage others. And maybe you don't need this testimony right now today in your life, but I just want you to tuck it away because there will come a day when either you or someone around you will receive that devastating news from the doctor. News like, we have to run some more tests. There's something abnormal. There's something unusual. There's something that we're a little concerned about. And we're made overcomers by the blood of Jesus, the word of our testimony. And then he says this last part, by not loving our lives to the death. What's that mean? That means what we just have done in this service, we have surrendered. If you love your life, you're gonna do everything you can to protect it, to, to make sure that you have a buffer zone that nobody can take advantage of you. Listen, if you are going to be a bridge of gospel work to this weary and sin sick world, then you will by means get walked on every now and then. And that's okay because we love not our lives to the end. I'm not gonna do anything to hurt my body but I am going to give of myself, give of my life to my master, loving not my own life until the death. I'm gonna ask Brother Drew, if you'll come and share this testimony of what God has done. They're gonna keep playing. Let's, let's hear what God has to say through this. Y'all give me a little grace because this is the first time I've said this out loud. You already know I got a sensitive heart. <laughs> my best God, Lord, help me get through this. Last week I stood right here doctor called me in and said, hey, my doctor called me in, that's, that's a lot better, right? I'm like a little bit near now. Doctor called me in, he said, he said, hey, there's an elevation in your white blood cell count. And we need you to go see a hematologist, see what's going on. So I made the appointment. I hate making appointments, one, because I got to admit something's wrong or it might be wrong, but two, like I made the appointment, like it was like a month and a half later and he was like sitting there waiting. But I went to the hematologist and we got the test and uh, we got the test results back to the hematologist and she said, hey, there's an ab abnormality in your blood and there's a possibility you have leukemia. 
need to do a bone marrow biopsy to verify. I went in and got the bone marrow biopsy, test results, go back to the doctor. Doctor says, the biopsy confirmed. My amazing wife told me when we first got the, hey, there's a possibility. She said, hey, we're not accepting this. We're going to put this in God's hands. We're going to pray through this. And we prayed. And I reached out to Pastor. I said, Pastor, here's what's going on. I said, we're not believing this. And Pastor prayed. And I called my family and I called some friends. But then we got the confirmation. I'll be real with you guys. I accepted it. It's okay, God. We're going to do what the doctor says. We're going to take the medicine. We're going to do the things. As that was last Friday, I got that diagnosis. Last Friday, the doctor said, hey, the bone marrow test confirmed that there's evidence of leukemia. But it's early. It looks like it's very early. Wednesday, maybe Thursday. They went ahead and ran tests. So the doctor said, hey, we want to see if, you're, if your levels have elevated or not. Wednesday or Thursday, Leslie calls me. And she says, hey, your, uh, your test came back from the follow-up blood test. And they were zero. She said, but I don't know if I was reading that right. Within about an hour, my doctor called, doctor's office called, and says, hey, doctor wants to talk to you. This is the first time the doctor has literally gotten on the phone with me. She says, hey, remember how we did that follow-up test? It came back negative. That abnormality in your blood, it's not there. So I'm not sure what the bone marrow biopsy was saying, but it's that original abnormality. It's not there anymore. It's showing zero. But we're going to double check in a few months. Hey, let's check it in a few months. <laughs> let's do that. You know, I remember as a kid when I was, and I was talking to a buddy of mine about this. When I was reading the story of Moses and Moses going to Pharaoh and asking Pharaoh to release the, the Israelites and God kept bringing kept hardening Pharaoh's heart he kept bringing the plagues and it's like God why in the world you tell Moses to go talk to Pharaoh then you tell Pharaoh to say no and then you bring the plagues why would you do that and God said because I needed it to be known that it was me it wasn't Pharaoh saying okay fine that's cool it wasn't Moses saying being all eloquent and perfect about how he went to Pharaoh no God said, I needed them to know it was me. And I'm sitting like, God, why did I have to go through all this? I mean, why couldn't we, why the bone marrow thing say, no, it's not there? God said, because it had to be me. The doctor came in and said, we have, not only as the first test said we think it's leukemia, but the second test has confirmed it. And then three days later, whoo. Just kidding. 
so again, I don't know what you're going through. And I don't care. Because God has made lines in the store in the Bible where it says, but God. Mm. It doesn't get more powerful than that, y'all. I don't care what you're going through because God, you're going through something. You're dealing with something. You got a bad report. You got a you got a balance in your, in your bank account that doesn't look the way you want it to or the way it should. Mm. You, got a, you got a word from your boss that doesn't go. I can testify about that too. Mm. I had a boss literally told me she wanted to fire No, literally told me she told her boss to fire me. And, and her boss said yes. And they went to their boss, and their boss said no. Mm. And then they gave me a promotion. <laughs> I don't care what you're going through, because God has got this. Mm. Sorry, Pastor, I went a little farther than I thought. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. You know, I, I told you that when we got the confirmation, I accepted it. I did. I said, okay, God. I wasn't scared. I wasn't mad. God, I've been through a lot. I won't go into all that right now. But I've learned that none of it matters because of God. What's going on in this earth, it, it's not, it's not the way God intended it originally. Cancer wasn't in his original plan. All the stuff we deal, all the stuff we see on the news, that wasn't in God's original plan. That's us. That's a fallen world. That's sin taking over. That's the result of the devil running rampant. That's not how God originally intended this in the, in the Garden of Eden. This is this is sin. This is this is not his stuff. So I don't care what happens on the third because I know what's going to happen next. And no matter, no matter what you're going through, if you can get a hold of this, no matter what you're going through, it doesn't matter. Because this earth is temporal. These bodies are mortal. But your soul is not. And God's kingdom is not. And that's what matters.
little snippets go in. It's like, there's so many songs that we can sing to praise our God. Everything from praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Then you have, Holy Lord God Almighty. Then you have the new, Jireh, you are enough. Jireh, you are enough. I will be content in every circumstance. Jira. Let's stand. Let's sing that together. Jira. Jira. Sing it out. Jira. You are enough. Sing it if you believe it. Jira. You are enough. In every circumstance, I will be content. In every circumstance, Jireh, you are enough. Lift it up if you believe it. Sing it again. Jireh, you are enough. Jireh, you are enough. I will be content in every circumstance. Jireh, you are enough. Let's give God a shout of praise this morning.